The Athletic. Welcome to a breaking news edition of the Daily Football Briefing. I'm Adam Leventhal. We're reacting to the development that Everton have been hit by the biggest sporting sanction in Premier League history of a 10-point deduction, which comes into force with immediate effect. And joining me is The Athletic's senior football news reporter, Matt Slater. First things first, why have they got this punishment? Well, so this is to do with the Premier League's financial fair play rules, which are now called profitability and sustainability rules. And under those rules, clubs are, there's a permitted loss. Broadly speaking, you're allowed to lose £105 million over a rolling three-year period. Now, there are a few caveats to make there that are quite important. One, there are lots of things you can deduct. So good spending, good losses, the women's team, community, uh, infrastructure, youth development... So that can come off your bottom line loss. And then the other really important bit for Everton is that the Premier League and UEFA, who have pretty much the same rules, smaller permitted loss, made big allowances for clubs because of COVID. You know, every club had to play best part of a year behind closed doors. Uh, There was a rebate for broadcasters. The transfer market was depressed. You could well have sold fewer shirts, that sort of thing. So lots of clubs had a, a COVID impact and the, and, the, and the Premier League and UEFA, the Premier League in this case, took allowances for that. Now, Everton's breach is for the up to 21-22. Now, the other sorry thing I should have mentioned about the COVID issue is that those two affected seasons, so... Um, 1920 and 2021 were effectively treated as one big season. So you took your two seasons and made an average out of the two. So really it's four years looking back for the Everton case. Now they were way over, right? But there were lots of things to come off. There was all the usual stuff to come off. And then Everton made the biggest COVID-related claim, i.e. they were were talking about 170 million at one point. But certainly in their accounts, they talked about crystallised losses of something like 90 million. That that was the impact, match day, depressed transfer market, commercial impacts, broadcast rebate. Right, so that's that's why Everton were charged with breaching the permitted allowance. Now, there was a big debate about how COVID really hit us uniquely hard because we were trying to build a stadium. We didn't spend our money very well for a time, but then we had some players we needed to sell. And just when we were trying to sell them, the, you know, the bottom fell out the uh, transfer market. That really, really hurt us. And a lot of what they were trying to do, a lot of their sponsorships were, were tied up with companies connected to Alicia Usmanov, who is their owner's partner, mentor. Fahad Mishiri has worked for Alicia Usmanov for a very long time. Usmanov is this big Russian oligarch. They partnered up at Arsenal. Uh, the minute the tanks rolled into Ukraine, well, Usmanov was, was, was pretty much sanctioned straight away. Now, that took away quite a lot of sponsorship and commercial income from Everton, but also took a naming rights deal for the stadium off the table. Now, that's that's all the background to this. That's all the row. Um, the specific point that Everton have been done for, if you like, is, well, all right, we were aware of your issues and you were working for a budget and the direction of travel was good. You were reducing your losses. Yeah, all good. But we've, we've had another look. And we think that you effectively filed misleading accounts because you did not account for these loans that you were getting from your owner, Farhad Mashuri. Now, these are non-interest bearing loans, uh, subordinated debt, so way down the sort of list of of priority if there was an administration and insolvency event. 
and there were no terms to them. Now, Everton have effectively treated those loans in their accounts as equity, but pretty much everyone else would sort of say, well, no, that's debt. They are loans. And all the other clubs, when they have loans, would have to pay interest. There should be some interest attached to those loans if you're going to treat them in that way. And you haven't. So because you haven't, what you're saying to us as your, as your loss is wrong. It's just wrong. We've had another look. We think you've blown it by 19.5 million. We think you're actually 124.5 million for that period. That's a pretty egregious breach. That's quite a lot. Therefore, we're going with 10 points. Sorry, that was a long answer, but it's, a, but it's, it's complicated. 10 points is a headline-grabbing punishment. Where does it rank in terms of punishments previously given out to Premier League teams? Well, it's the, it's the biggest. It's the biggest that I, I'm certainly, I've been, you know, just scrolling through my phone trying to work out a bigger one. Well, I, and I can't think of one. So Portsmouth got nine points in 2010 for going into administration. That's a, that's a, a tariff. That's a set number. You go into administration in the Premier League, it's nine points. So it's 12 points in the EFL because there's, there's more clubs. Um, so it's kind of, kind of pro-rated. Um, Middlesbrough, I think, got one about points. That was to do with uh, a game that they they tried to that they cancelled because their players were sick. I think they got a point for that. Uh, I, I can't really think of any others. Um, so it's it's the it's the biggest, right? So there you go. That's 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 attention grabbing, isn't it? That's that is this panel saying we think this is an egregious breach, and we 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 you know you know, relatively speaking, you know, throwing throwing a lot at them. Now, the better. And certainly build coming up to this, because this was unprecedented in the Premier League, we were kind of sort of struggling. How do we benchmark this? Well, all the previous cases are from the EFL, and there have been quite a few in recent years. So I was thinking about those. Sheffield Wednesday got a 12-point sanction a couple of years back for how they accounted for their stadium sale. Now, that was kind of a loophole that lots of EFL clubs were exploiting for a while. Derby did it. Bolton did it, I think. Um, Reading, Sheffield Wednesday did it, um, and they did it in a sort of slightly cat-handed way, um, and that was to sort of reduce like a one-off, you know, gain. I'm going to sell my stadium effectively to myself. This is an owner doing this um, to to accrue a one-off uh, gain to to help me with a financial fair play issue. Um, now they got 12 points, uh, and they managed to get that reduced. Though they managed to get it halved on appeal. Another one that I remember. I think it's probably the most recent, actually, is Derby County. And that, again, was for how they were accounting for their transfer spending. And it, again, it was all related to FFP. They had an FFP issue, and they were doing something quite cute with how they were accounting for amortisation. They got nine points. So those, those are the couple of precedents that I can think of. But yes, the whole point, I think, that the Premier League is trying to make is we think this is serious, and yeah, we're throwing the book at you. Before we discuss what it means for Everton, maybe for other clubs as well, this is what Everton have said. Here's Colin Chong, the interim CEO of the club. Myself and everybody at the club are shocked and disappointed by the ruling of the Premier League Commission. We believe the sanction is disproportionate and wholly unjust. The club's view is that the harshness and severity of this punishment are neither fair nor a reasonable reflection of the evidence that was submitted to the Commission. For that reason, the club intends to appeal the outcome before the Premier League Appeals Board. This is a sporting sanction that directly impacts supporters. So Matt, they are going to appeal. Do we know how this process is likely to now unfold? 
Yeah, well, a little bit. So we, again, we have to go to those EFL examples. And what tends to happen is a new panel is configured. So, so new people hear it. There'll be a bit of a, a row, I'm sure, about what that panel is actually doing. So ordinarily in these appeals, the panel is just checking to see that the first panel kind of got the rules right and that they're that they uh, you know, assess this properly, the process is correct, and the punishment meets the crime. Um, now, often though, the appellant wants a kind of fresh hearing. They, they, they sort of want to go through the entire process all, all over again. They call it de novo. Um, but to get that, you normally need fresh evidence. So I think there might be a little bit of a row there. I don't know. Maybe Everton are just like, well, no, we're really confident. You know, three different people will see this differently. We're just going to you know, argue it better. It's tricky because appeals are supposed to be quite narrow. It really is on sort of you know the merits of that first case. They're not they're not supposed to you know relitigate the whole thing. The other thing about and sorry, the, I guess in terms of timing, lots of people will be thinking, well, when, 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 when? Well, again, now it's sort of finding three really senior, august people that have expertise and you know it's finding time in their diaries. It's making sure they're not conflicted on other cases. Um, so there'll be a bit of a delay here. I'm sorry to say. But obviously, everyone will be, you know, applying pressure to get this done. Um, interesting wrinkle about appeals is, as I said, this is all, you know, the, the crucial thing here is that the Premier League were making their case too. This has gone to an independent panel. Now, the Premier League, for argument's sake, could go, no, no, we, we asked for 12 points. We want 12 points. We're going to appeal it as well. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Right. But they could. Um and third parties, i.e. other clubs who are annoyed about this, could ask to be heard. They could ask for, well, we've got something to say. You know, but whilst you're deliberating the seriousness of this penalty, I, I want you to hear what this, their terrible breach did to us, i.e. relegators. So we could have this, you know, almost, we want to submit something. We want to make a submission to the panel that, that do not reduce this. So there'll be a little bit of that. And then sometimes, you know, the panel might say, well, no, it's irrelevant. We kind of get that. We don't need to hear from you. So there'll be, there, there are things that will happen in the build up to, towards another hearing. And then there's a, going to be a row about, is this, is this hearing quite narrow or is it broad? So the tentacles of this could reach far, as you mentioned. In the shorter term, what we do know is that Everton drop from 14th place down to 19th place, from 14 points down to four points, and they're now two points from safety. In terms of their takeover situation, is that likely to be affected as well by this? Well, we are getting into quite speculative territory here, Adam. Um, look, I think the takeover was was already... It was in trouble, but it's kind of sort of rumbling on. I mean, they, you know, it's all subject to regulatory approval. You know, I think they've got they've got a ways to go there. That's you know, they need the Premier League's approval. They need the Financial Conduct Authority's approval. I don't need to be telling Everton fans that um, there've been various uh, questions raised about Triple Seven's suitability as an owner, where they get their money from, how they can how they can fund all this. All right, that's a conversation for another podcast. But you know, that that process is going on. It's out there. It's certainly not resolved. Um, Triple Seven themselves have said you know, you know, they, they don't want to comment. Fine. Um, pre pre previously, they were talking you know, privately um, that 
Um, they'd sort of maybe priced in a penalty of some sort. You know, they'd spoken to the club and the club's confident, blah, blah, blah. But Everton's shock is obvious and it's not. they're not putting it on, right? They're not. I think I was on a podcast a few weeks ago, shortly after, I think it was the Telegraph that said, well, the Premier League have asked for 12. Now, you know, that that was a good line. I, I'd, I think, I'd already said that the Premier League was taking this really seriously and was under pressure from other clubs and wanted to look tough because of the whole independent regulator sort of issue. Uh, they really wanted to sort of apply the rule book, you know, and they were going to they were going to push for a, for a you know a significant penalty. And I think Triple Seven were like, well, you know, okay, let's let, let's see where this goes. Looking at those EFL precedents, what tended to happen is the EFL would go hard. The panel would go a little bit so, and then the, the club would say, "Oh, you know, mitigating factors," and all right, we'll hold we'll hold our hands up to that. We 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 disagree with that, but all right, this is what we were trying to do. And then the, the panel would often go somewhere in the middle, and would 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 quite frequently, particularly if it was a first time offender, suspend a, quite a lot of the points. So you know, it could be six points, but three points suspended. And I and I actually thought that's where we were going. This this ten point one is, is slightly taken me by surprise. I mean. I, yeah, it has actually. I mean, ten points is 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 one hell of a statement. So, it, it's definitely another variable to a situation that, that was already up in the air, and you know, it's it's more uncertainty to a situation where there isn't a great deal of certainty. And what does this now mean for other clubs that are under investigation by the Premier League, most notably Manchester City, who have breached one hundred and fifteen rules? I mean, that's one hell of a big points deduction if it if it doesn't go their way all right well i manchester city fans you know are going to get bloody annoyed that we're even doing this but we are going to do this manchester city fans because you have been charged uh with those 115 charges look it, however it is a mistake to equate those 115 with everton's one right it, it, it doesn't you don't multiply things by 115 a lot of those charges are kind of just multiples over the season. A lot of them, there's a sort of, you know, a sliding scale of seriousness within those charges. I think there are like five or six broad categories to them. Um, so, you know, people shouldn't be sort of thinking of the Everton punishment and then just multiplying it by this big multiple. Um, and look, you know, Man City have, of course, been through this process a couple of times with UEFA. They're going to have, you know, their arguments to make and they're adamant that they're innocent and blah, 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 right? You know, all of those things apply. All those caveats apply and, and, and we shall see. Um, Chelsea are in a, a similar spot right now. And I would argue that that whilst the number of charges isn't as headline-grabbing as 115, that's pretty serious stuff for Chelsea. Really, you know, that, that if that goes against them and that's going to pose really, you know, gritty questions about how you apply justice um, that goes back so far to a previous regime but you know it's it's serious stuff so I think the the one confident thing I think we can say is the Premier League as a prosecutor if you like as a prosecutor of its own rule book is is sort of kind of stepping up is is look we we will we will apply the rules and we will ask for a big penalty and we will argue our case and here is a panel that has heard our arguments and has gone yeah 19 and a half million pounds for that period you've you've blown by the ffp rules by a significant amount we think that's an egregious breach we think that's 10 points so read into that what you will matt thank you very much indeed there'll be further insight and analysis from matt slater and our team on The Athletic. That was a special episode of the Daily Football Briefing 
We think the next one is going to be on Monday with Tim Spears, barring any further breaking news. I've been Adam Leventhal. Your producer was Charlie Jones. Additional support came from Adam Jones and A.D. Moorhead. The executive producer was Ian McIntosh. If this was your first time listening, thanks very much for being on board. We have a new concise episode every weekday morning, bringing you up to speed on everything in the world of football in around about 10 to 15 minutes. So you can subscribe now and give us a try next week. Thanks very much for listening and have a great weekend. The Athletic.